Welcome, everybody, to the Hags Hangout Podcast. This is our first episode, and I am joined by a couple good friends, family members, people I've known for a long time, and people that I could just shoot shit with all the time. Uh, we have my brother, Timmy. Timmy, say hi. Hi. We have Clark on the phone, phoning in, but, uh, you know, he's normally hanging around, too, chilling. Clark, say hey. What's up, guys? How you doing? And from my previous podcast adventures, John Geller and I having our podcast weekly, returning finally. John, say hey. Hey. And we'd just like to welcome everybody in. Uh, we're going to try to get something going weekly and episodic, and hopefully you guys enjoy the talk that we have. We talk sports, we talk wrestling, we talk fun, friends, family, we talk about things that we're involved in. Um, if you guys have anything, make sure you're in the Discord, Hags Hangout Discord. Uh, follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash Kyle underscore Hags, and catch me in all the adventures that I'm in. Guys, welcome. Welcome back to John, and welcome to everybody else that's even listened in or has been a participant in this podcast before. We got some good stuff going on today. Uh, we just talked about some fantasy football to warm up before here, and I know you guys probably have questions, or we maybe we even have answers for what you guys have going on in your fantasy football lives. But I'm into getting right into topics and right into hot takes, and I think we have some hot takes ready to go out. Timmy, if you would, please take the helm, bro. Um, at, based on what we all talked about, I think I have the coldest hot take. Uh, I, it's just uh, my hot take. I'm, I'm going first. Just, yeah, <laughs> no. so I'm, I'm going to go first. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I'm going with, uh, I, I do believe that the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars or uh, Saxonville, as they used to be called uh, before that whole thing blew yeah, up in their six face years ago, one but... season in. <laughs> um, I think that um, Trevor Lawrence can uh, lead them to the playoffs. And I think uh, another hot take on top of that hot take is Tim Debo is going to uh, start and catch seven touchdowns on the season do you think uh, well so is it like um that's fucking wild that's a that's a way hotter take than, than the other thing holy take that's a take and a half the over under is one like i need i, I need to put, put, put 500 bucks to digest on that take holy crap what do you well what do you think so let me just read out their schedule to you if that helps okay you, you, you let you let me know if you think that um, <laughs> they win this, why do you think Tim Tebow? First of all, why do you think Tim Tebow catches more than one touchdown pass? Um, because I think there he's going to be uh, a goal line red zone guy uh, because he's so big. He's just going to power run that fast. Yes. He can't. He can't run that fast, but he he does have a huge body. So I think he's just going to body his way into the end zone. Okay, so here's their schedule. Okay, you tell me. You just all I want to hear from the hot take right now. Okay, I'm going to hear your answer first, and then I'm going to put it on myself, Geller, and Clark to answer what we think this 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 week is going to be. Okay, so regular season week one, they are away at the Houston Texans. Timmy, hot take: What do you think they do in that game? Houston's trash. Okay, so they win week one. Uh, boys, are we at a consensus with the Jaguars taking week one? Yeah, depends well, who plays they quarterback. They still don't Houston. understand what the hell they're doing with Deshaun I Watson. It, I don't think it matters who plays quarterback, Geller. I don't think it's Deshaun Watson plays. I don't think that changes anything. They're still the worst roster in the NFL, regardless. Get that right. And and they're still they still owe money for like ten years, so they'll never have a good team. So it's fine. But yeah, um, so I think we're all in consensus. Even if Deshaun Watson starts um, and has all, never mind. I'm not going to say what I'm going to say. And. Um, he, I think that's still a loss for them. So, yeah, so the Jaguars win week one, right? Okay, so they are home week two versus the Denver Broncos. Timmy, hot take. Who even is the Broncos quarterback? Okay, so Timmy says that they're 2-0 and after week two. <laughs> Guys, what do you, what do you think? Not, I, not, not, even, not even that, but who is the Denver Broncos quarterback? Is it still Paxton Lynch? 
No. God, no. No. Packer went to the Steelers, but no, it's Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> I would know. <laughs> it's, it's Teddy. It's Teddy. Yes, it's Teddy Bridgewater, who's actually a pretty good quarterback, by the way. He is um, a pretty good quarterback, but and yeah. they have a healthy receiving core. Um, the running backs are whatever. Um, they have a great tight end, I, and their defense I, is st- pretty stellar. I I could see that game going either way, but I I think that. The the Jaguars did load up their roster in the draft. I think they they did a lot of upgrading that they needed to do. Um, and I feel like the Broncos are probably going to be a middle of the pack team. They'll they'll probably either be wild card or just miss on the bubble. Did I even tell you what the Jaguars over under was? By the way, no, because we didn't talk about them. It's no. five and a half. It's five and a half to me. Okay, so you have two wins for them already. I'm All not right. saying that you're wrong. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm not saying that you're wrong. You're saying I'm wrong. I'm just saying that your hot take you're is getting right. hotter by the minute. <laughs> All right, week three, they are home. They are the home team. Uh, one o'clock game uh, versus the Cardinals. Timmy, hot take. If they didn't Weird. have... Um, Burning, the if they didn't have take. DeAndre Hopkins, that that is... What? A, what? That's the reason no, the, why the Cardinals. Were... The Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. Yeah, what you mean. Yeah. Oh my god, that that's they're such a good team. Kyler Murray is actually really good. Uh, I I'll give that to the Cardinals. Okay, you're very nice, uh, boys. Are we in a consensus that the Cardinals are going to smush them in that game? Uh, yeah. Probably. Yeah, okay. I, uh, I, I, like Jersey Shore smush. I have an, I, I, I'm always hesitant with West with teams from the West Coast going east. And playing at one o'clock, yeah, for sure. That's that's a t- that's why I said one o'clock game. I thought that mattered, honestly. I really do think that matters. Question: mm-hmm. Larry Fitzgerald still on the Cardinals? Yeah, he not, is. Not as of right now. Yeah, he's he will be, but he is technically he be. not. He better be. <laughs> he better be. All right. So week four. Uh, this one is interesting. I think everybody will find this one interesting. It is. It is a Thursday night game, so they go Sunday. September 26th at 1 p.m. versus the Cardinals. And then they have a short week, and they play away in Cincinnati. They play the Bengals. Timmy, hot take. Wow, that is interesting. Shut up. You're not Timmy. The Bengals don't even have a practice facility. So you think that the Bengals just lose that game? And they're coming from – the Jaguars are coming from tougher competition so that they beat up on the Bengals. Yeah, I I, I think they they would use that as motivation to just fucking destroy the Bengals. Does Joe Burrow mean anything to you currently? Joe Burrow's going to be dead by week four. Oh my God. Wow. That's the hot take. That's the hot take right there. Well, I just need a he shift. was dead by week four last he was, year. He was, he was obliterated last year. Um, so uh, Timmy says that the Jaguars are three and one at this point in the season. Geller? Yeah, I can agree with that. Clark, do you agree with that? Three and one? Or do you no. agree with just the Cincinnati win? I they don't they don't beat the Bengals. The Bengals. I also don't up. think they beat the Bengals. I agree. The Bengals loaded up on the Bengals. At least got, maybe not loaded up, but they got better on defense. They got the pass rusher from New Orleans, and they got Mike Hilton from. And the they're not paying draft. anybody. Like they they have all the these assets that they got in the offseason in the draft. I just feel like they're a better team this year. I mean, yeah, four three, t- four wins more. I mean, three good wide receivers, uh, a quality running back. They also don't forget they had the they had the kid from um is it Jonah Williams? He was the tackle from Bama who missed all of last year with being hurt. So you're automatically getting offensive line upgrade there. So, I mean, I just think the Bengals are a better team overall. But Over, under for Bengals. Anybody want to guess? Five and a half. Six and a half. Six and a half. Very good. Six and a half, yeah. Next game, Timmy says, right now the Jaguars are three and one. The Titans, they play at home week five, one o'clock game. Oh, lost Titans. Uh, Derek <laughs> Henry's going to run all over them. Are we in a grill? 
Jeff. Okay. Yeah. Next game, Dolphins, 9.30 a.m. on a Sunday in Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in England. Roll, roll top. I really like the Dolphins. Cool. But I, I've, so I'm like still better? up in the air on Tua. I think he can be a good quarterback, but last year he proved that he needed to be bailed out by Ryan Fitzmagic. So it's like, can Tua actually lead the team this year? You know what the rest of their division is, probably. Nope. True. Disagree that too, but continue. What, you think the Patriots are going to take the division? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. That's fine. The Jets are terrible, so <laughs> just that's two easy wins there for them. Patriots and not the Bills is going to take the division. Okay, okay, wait, wait, absolutely. Right, not. We'll, we'll get back to it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get back, back to that. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, let's just keep going. So you said the Dolphins are a good team. I, I think I, again, it's it's like I said with the um, the the Broncos game. I think it can go either way, but I'm going to give the edge to the Dolphins on that one. Okay, so right now you have a a squad that is three and three. Yes. Okay. Week seven, they have their bye week. Uh, they can recover from getting smacked around from a couple teams. Week eight, week's they, not play, lost. they play away in Seattle. It, has Seattle come to terms with Russ yet? Yeah, he's yeah. playing. He is he's playing. playing. It's also week eight, so they better figure it out. Faster <laughs> than that. <laughs> October thirty first, they better figure it out. Um. Wait till you hear the wait till you hear the rest of this fucking schedule. <laughs> it's brutal, I know. It's fucking brutal. But keep going. What are you saying? Who's uh oh bye Geller? Um oh hey Geller. Uh who is is Chris Carson still the running back there? Yes. Uh, he's good. Um DK Metcalf is a fucking stud. Russell Wilson is perennial MVP that never gets into consideration because everyone else just goes off after him. Um hasn't their defense taken a hit or am I am I wrong on that? The the Seahawks. Their defense uh, was terrible last year, if that's what you're asking. Got better towards the end of the year, but it did get it better, better towards the end, but it was still terrible. They had to put up 45 points a game in order to be competitive, just like the Cardinals. And they lost their cornerback to Jacksonville, I believe, also. Yes. Right? Jacksonville to take them. Yep. So this is probably going to be a common occurrence. I'm going to say it can go either way. Um, Away at Seattle, you think it goes either way? All right. I like it. uh, I'm going to give the edge to Seattle, though. Seattle is a uh, 10.5 win team this year, so it's a good call, I think, if you pick that. (laughs) Um, they're now three and four, your Jags, okay? So just remember that they have to probably win ten games to win at least a wild card. Can't be, can't be 13 and four without four losses. Yeah, good point. Um, <laughs> and then they have week nine versus the Buffalo Bills at home. Block. Um, okay, next one. <laughs> <laughs> so right now they're three and five. Uh, week we'll 10. Start, we'll start flying through this now. <laughs> let's play uh, week 10 is at Indianapolis. Mm. Yeah, that's Indianapolis uh, has a really, really good defense. They have a yeah, very so positive let's move offense. On to the next one. Okay, so they are three and six. Week eleven, they play home against the Niners. <laughs> three and seven. Week twelve, they play home against the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> I'll, give them, I'll give them against the Falcons. Yeah, it's a plus matchup for you right there. That's that's a that's a one to come back on. I, I, I like that. I think that's four and seven right there. Very good. 
for you, it's four and seven. <laughs> for us, they're like that's their second win. Um, week thirteen, they play away at LA, the Rams. I think they can sneak one at the Rams. Okay. Um, I don't think that's a bad call. I don't think the Rams are that great. I don't think they're bad. I just don't think they're. I don't think they're bad, but I, I, I just again, I think, I think, I think they'll probably the Rams. They could probably make the playoffs, but uh, I don't think they're going to be like one of the top teams. I think they're an overhyped team. They're ten and a half right now. It's a little overhyped. I'm not going to say they're like overhyped, but just. just Maddie Stafford's about to. Eat. Matt Stafford is like literally one of my top five players in, in the NFL just because of who he is and how he plays. As a Packers fan, I loved Matt Stafford on the Lions because mm-hmm. he's fucking amazing. Yep, and he he's also a perennial MVP candidate that doesn't get enough because his team doesn't. Win, so exactly, could change that around this year. He could until now. Yep. So Timmy has them at five and seven. Just, just putting that out there. Um, okay. Week fourteen, they play away at Tennessee. Oh, they do pay, play Tennessee twice during the division? <laughs> yes, they do, don't they? They sure do. Um, you did I, say it can go either way. Are you giving them the home win but not the away win? Because that would make them six and eight. Six and seven. Six and seven. Um, it, For you, that make them six and seven. There's, they, all, there's only, there's the only biggest, four games the after that. The biggest problem is stopping Derrick Henry. And a lot they of teams have not it. been able to do that. Eight in the box and a couple extra cheerleaders to help out? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, honestly, if you if you literally just pile everyone in the box, you have to have Ryan Tannehill beat you, and he's not good enough to beat anybody. He proved that in the playoffs. Would anybody like to comment Ryan Tannehill's um, fake handoff game? Does anybody have any comments on that? Because I do. Oh, it's his fake handoff game? Yes, yes, his play action. Oh, it's phenomenal. Plus yes, when you have so Ryan, Tannehill, best in the game. Ryan Tannehill is the second best quarterback at the play action. Does anybody know who the first best quarterback is? Tom Brady. It is not Tom Brady. Shit. Aaron Rodgers. It is Aaron Rodgers. So the second best completion percentage, touchdown percentage, percentage yards after catch, blah, 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 blah. Aaron Rodgers, Ryan Tannehill. That's some elite company there. Um, especially for someone that um, has the running back that he has in Derrick Henry, but right. you could split them. You could split the wins. You could say six and seven at this point. I'm okay with that because you have to get to ten at least. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't think nine wins a wild card in, in the AFC. I think ten does, and yeah. Yeah, they have to win more games versus the AFC in order to do that. So you definitely need them to beat Tennessee once. Yeah, because Tennessee's probably a twelve one team. Yeah, I would, I would, I would, I, I, I would, I would try. I would give them the the home game. Okay, so that makes them six and seven. Cool. Okay. Week fifteen, they play the Texans home. That's a win. Oh, yeah, win. Seven and seven. Week sixteen, they play the Jets away. Win. Okay, so they're eight and seven. Uh, they have to win these next two games in order for you to make the playoffs. I think. Do they beat the Patriots away? No. In Gillette, in the yeah, cold. One o'clock on January second. Week 17. Belichick starts a rookie quarterback. That's true. They'll probably be on. They'll probably be on rookie. Belichick loves rookie quarterbacks. Yeah, he's played so many of them in his career with the Patriots. He probably won't have Cam Newton starting at this point. It probably be. It'll probably be Mariota, if anything. (laughs) No, I mean he. he, he, Mariota. Bill Belichick loves playing. They'll trade for Mariota. Oh my God, that would be insane. Has Mac Jones earned a, a number, or is he still fifty? He should wear number. He should wear number twelve. 
Oh my gosh. Oh my Jesus. <laughs> Hot take. Oh my God. Do they beat the Patriots away? Because you need this for win number nine. Because your week 18, let me just put it this way your week 18 is home versus the Colts. If Cam is still starting, I, I think I could edge it out for the Jags. If Cam starts that game, the Jags win. Yeah, but if if Mac Jones, I, I think Mac Jones, I think Mac Jones can develop under Bill Belichick over the season and get that win if he's if he's playing that game. If Cam Newton is still starting at that point, that means Cam Newton's playing like he used to play, and the Patriots are good. Yeah, correct. Agreed, one hundred percent. Hold on, guys. Our, our first podcast, and Clark and I have already agreed this is going to be monumental. I don't know if I hate it or if I love you both enough. Um, so, Timmy, <laughs> does that mean that they win game number nine versus the Col- uh, the Colts at home? Because you have them at eight and and seven right now. No, you have them at eight and eight. So they need to be nine and eight to win the last game of the year. Uh, that's so gross to say. Nine and eight. What an odd number. Yeah, no no more 500 teams. Um, Do you want me to go back over it and you can change any of your answers? No, I'm I'm comfortable with all my answers. Um, so I, honestly, I honestly didn't know the season for them. But I, I was comfortable enough with who they had on the team that I, I think they could edge out. I don't think you're wrong that they have a solid young core of players. I just think that they are running into a couple brick walls in the season. Uh, I think so too. Um, I, um, obviously going over, going over game by game, it, it was a more daunting task, but I, I, the middle of I, the think, season I, I think I'm, com- I think I'm comfortable with the eight, nine win threshold. Okay. So nine wins, possibly a wild card. You think they make the playoffs? It's a hot take. We appreciate it. Thank you. We want to take a minute to thank one of our sponsors. Looking for a beer that's different than the same old boring macro beer you're used to? Come check out Three Threes in Hammond to New Jersey. With a wide selection of craft beer ranging from IPAs to porters, Three Threes has a little something for everyone. Stop in today for a pint of our Back to Reality, winner of the 2019 Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival's Best Hazy New England IPA. Perhaps lagers are more your speed. Try the winner of the 2021 Mana Hopkin Best Beer, Pitter Patter Pilsner. Not in the area? No problem. Three Threes distributes beer all over New Jersey and parts of eastern Pennsylvania. Stop in your local liquor store today and ask for Three Threes. Clark, take it away. I know you have a hot take. What is it and what do you feel? Uh, New Orleans Saints, uh, they will win. Um, Based on my projections, I have them winning five games, five and twelve. Five and twelve for the New Orleans Saints, and guys, do, just for reference, the Saints are at nine and a half wins for the season. Clark, why, do you, why do you think that they're gonna fail? Why do you think they're gonna be so far down in the standings? Who's uh, who's their official uh, starter? Is is it Taysom? Nope. They haven't they named a starter. Taysom. So that's an issue right there. You don't know who your quarterback is a month before the season. Um, you have no receiving options. Michael Thomas is. Hurt, and there's a whole bunch of bullshit going on with that. There are other two or three. I think there are the other two or three top receiving options outside in the receive and at the wide receiver position are hurt. I think Marquise Callaway. I think that's the guy who's currently leading like their receiving core. Him. They have a second-year tight end in Adam Troutman, where they lost Jared Cook to the uh, Chargers. So there's a lot of turnover there. Plus on the defense, I think they're I think they're only returning I think four stars from last year. 
just because they're so they're, just because they're so cap strapped. Mm-hmm. Say, are they still like two hundred million dollars over the cap? It's they're not, in I cap mean, hell. They, they, they are in cap hell. Correct. Like the fact, like Taysom Hill has a four-year, hundred forty million dollar deal, but they're all voidable years, so it's technically a zero million dollar contract. Like I don't know what the hell's gone on with this team. I think they, I think they made a run for a, for another Super Bowl the past five years, and it didn't happen. And I think they're feeling like the effects, the same way the Rams are going to feel the effects in the next five years once this like core is aged out and they still have to pay all this money. The only I have them winning five games. I have them honestly. I have them beating the Panthers twice, the Falcons twice, and then I have them beating the, the Eagles in Philadelphia. No, I'm sorry, Geller. Just oh, for just for reference, this is this is the regular season schedule um, for the Saints, and I'll just go over the wins and losses for Clark since he just mentioned them. So week one, they play the Packers at home, which he says is a loss. So they're only one versus the Packers, which I think is reasonable. I think that's a very good call anyway. By the way, quick thing, quick thing on that. Right now, if you guys are interested, if you're betting men and or ladies, whoever's betting, um, that game, the Packers are currently minus two and a half in the spread right now. Yeah, and you could take that easily with them with them probably winning by a touchdown or more. So I think I hear um, Timmy logging in now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Week two, uh, they play away in Carolina, which, as you know, Clark just said that he thinks they take both those games. So they're they're one and one at that point. Right. Um, So then they play away at the Patriots, which we have fancy for. I know you like the Patriots this year. So that is a one and two schedule. They play the Giants um, at home, which he thinks that the Giants are going to win. So that's uh, one and three. They play away at Washington. So that's one and four. Week six is their bye. Week seven, they play away at Seattle, right? One in uh, math, one in six, one in five. Um, Tampa Bay, they play at home. That's one in six. Um, They play the Falcons at home, which you say is a win, two and six. Away at Tennessee, uh, two and seven. Away at Philly, which you say is a win, three and seven. Uh, Home versus Buffalo, three and eight. Dallas, three and nine. Away at the Jets, three and ten. Away at Tampa Bay, three and 11. Miami, Three and twelve, Carolina four and twelve, Atlanta five and twelve. Yeah. Do you even do you even think that they can beat the Jets as well? I mean, they- I think that, I, I mean I think they could. I mean, I that game's like quoting Timmy that one can go either way in my yeah. opinion. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, look, they Vegas has them as what you said nine and a half. Yeah, and uh, the Saints they have a nine and a half. Nine and a half, and that's a nine and a half win team with no quarterback. With no quarterback and no and nobody they're, to pass the ball to except for Alvin Kamara. They're riding and, Kamara on that. Absolutely. I 100% agree. I think they're also taking into consideration that not only are they beating Carolina, but they're beating the Giants, the football team, the Eagles. Um, I think they're also saying that they're probably going to beat not only the Jets, but probably the Dolphins maybe I, I, in there as well. I'm just going to chime in. Uh, real fast. Uh, I really like the football team, and I think they're going to take the East this year. Okay. The least? Um, that's a good good take. I don't think that's too hot of a take. I think that's not bad. I think that I think the, the division's uh, wide I'm, open. I'm not saying it's a hot take. I'm just saying that's just my favorite for that division. I think if Dak's healthy, I think the Cowboys take 10 or more, but I, I feel you. I, I understand that Washington's actually a really good defensive See, team. See, I, I like that take too, but I've heard that take for the last five years. <laughs> well, if that's, if that's, if that's, when, he's, when he's healthy, they win. Yeah, and they win a lot when he when he's healthy, and he's a very good quarterback when, when they're healthy. I, and he's healthy. I'm, also, I'm also higher on the Giants. I think that maybe even you are, Kyle. I have the Giants making the playoffs at ten and seven. Stay like, I'd uh, be disappointed. I, you know? I like Danny Dimes. Um, he got cheered. That was nice. But yeah, so 
Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, five and twelve, six and eleven. They're not going to win nine games. They're not going to win double-digit games. That defense is in flux. Sean Payton's a good coach. I agree with that. But I think that you need to have, in order to have to succeed with Taysom Hill, you need to play a safer type of offense, and then safer type of offense you need a solid defense, which they don't have. And with Jameis, you need a more explosive type of offense to make up for the fact that he's going to turn the ball over. And right, they right, don't right. have they don't have that either. And I just think I just think it's a bad miss. I think it, I think it's a retooling year. I think they go and draft a quarterback high next year, and I think they they start running it back with a new squad, and they get a lot more cap flexibility with a rookie quarterback. That's just my that's my hot take. Yeah, yeah, no, I feel that. Um, I listen. I don't think the Saints are nearly as potent as they were. Um, I, obviously, without Drew Brees, it makes them. Um, very difficult for me to convince me that they're a 10-win and wild-card contender. Um, they play in a tough division. Um, I also think that they are not suited or ready for the regular season at all yet, and um, I think it's evident, and it'll be evident in the preseason when they are uh, fumbling to find the right place to put the quarterback. Yeah. So I feel that. I, I totally agree with that. So, uh, Geller, do you want to take a hot take, or do you want me to go off mine? I got okay. a hot take. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. What do right. you got? Hot, t- hot take. Joe Burrow has an MVP caliber season. Not that he wins it, but that he has an MVP caliber season this year. I think the higher take would be Joe Burrow surviving past week four. Well, he's going to have to survive past week four if he's going to have an MVP so, caliber you know, season. So I want to hear, hear your reasoning because I don't think it's out of the realm, but I have one – strong counterpoint to it, but I want to hear exactly what you have to say, because I, I, I see where you're coming from. I also, I have two points with that as well, but go ahead, Keller. It's your hot take. Take it off. So, so uh, the Bengals have been, you know, they've been down in the dumps for years. They got their guy last year, Joe Burrow, and, and he got hurt real quick, so well, again, there's it's a lot of high draft picks that you're hoping that, to, that will pan out, but this yeah. year they got Joe Burrow's favorite target in Jamar Chase, probably one of the most exciting wide receiver prospects to come up in years and there's been a lot of great ones but there's a lot of hype around jamar chase and they have the two of them have chemistry already uh, i've heard some good stories coming out of camp i've heard some bad stories coming out of camp with with chase but i think that as the season goes on that those two are gonna connect and i think they're gonna light it up and i mean joe burrow's got a ton of talent and I, I, I've seen it year in, year year in, year out. A second-year quarterback lights the league up. Almost every year for the past five years, you had Carson Wentz do it for one season before he died. Um, Patrick Mahomes did it. Deshaun Watson's done it. Kyler Murray's done it. Lamar Jackson. There's always a second-year quarterback that lights the league up, and I think this year it's going to be Joe Burrow. Okay, cool. Um, let me ask you a question then. Have you looked at, or what is your criteria for the MVP, pl- the most valuable player in the NFL? What do you think it would take him to win MVP? Like stats-wise, you mean? Yep. What do you, what do you uh, think would, would get I, him to I, the MVP level? I would say 45 touchdown passes, fewer than 10 interceptions, and at least 4,500 passing yards. Okay. I, can, I, can I say something? I I want to I want to give Geller his hot take full explanation first, yeah. and then we'll we'll point back at him for a couple of things. Do you want to go over the schedule like I've been doing with everybody else? That's up to you. No, because I'm not picking a team. I'm picking a player. 
Right. So do you but think that wins still needs do, to play that schedule to do, do you those think that wins don't matter then is why I asked you the question in the first spot. No, the wins wins definitely do matter. So, okay. Yeah, let's so go through what do you, how many wins do you think it would take with those stats? 45 touchdowns, 10 interceptions or less, 4,500 passing yards. How many wins do you think it would take Burrow to get the MVP? Would it have to be a nine and eight winning season? Would it have to be an eight and nine almost winning 500 season? Or do you think it would take more than that? Your answer probably, first. It's gonna take. It's gonna take more than that. I agree. Okay. How many do you think? Maybe around ten. Do you think that's that's think doable? 11. Okay. 11. eleven wins. So making the playoffs, possibly winning the division, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So we'll go through the schedule. I think that's just fun. I think that's fun for everybody, and you guys are welcome to do it with me on my hot take if you'd like as well. So, week one of the regular season is home versus the Vikings. <sighs> that one. Vikings bolstered their defense. Because remember, you yeah. need him to perform and you need wins, right? So do, right. does he perform and do they win? I, you can I answer those that, with yeses or I nos. Think, you can elaborate I whatever think, you want. I, think they, I don't think they beat the Vikings week one. Okay. Does he perform? I think he has an average day, but I don't think he lights the world on fire here. Okay. Week two, they play away in Chicago. Their own one. I think that's a win. Okay. One and one. Does he take over Chicago? I'm sorry? Does he take over Chicago in that game? Yeah. Okay. One and one and performs in a game. Week three, they play away at Pittsburgh. Uh, this, this is going to be an L, but I think he puts up a lot of numbers because they're probably coming from behind in this game. Okay. So he passes a lot. Um, he turns the ball over very little? Yeah. Okay. So they are one and two, but he performs well in two out of those games. They play mm-hmm. home versus Jacksonville. I think that's a W. Okay. And he performs? And he performs. So we have two and two with uh, three games performing. So that's actually a good MVP stat line possible. Um, Green Bay, they play home week five. That's, that's an L. But do uh, they, does he put yeah, up numbers? He, I think he puts up numbers. I, I think, think that's he's a game got that a couple more. That. He's got a couple more turnovers in this one. But I, th- I think he still has an overall, you know, a good day. Packers don't get turnovers. <laughs> <laughs> Have you watched my team? Have you watched the Packers? <laughs> so right now, Joe Burrow is two and three, but having a very good season because the teams that he's playing really don't have very good defenses at this point, besides maybe the one team, um, besides maybe uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, no, not Pittsburgh. You said Minnesota. Um, oh, no, you said both pretty much, but whatever. Um, okay, so week six, uh, they're two and three, three games he's performed, four games he's performed in. They play away at Detroit. That's going to be a W. Okay. That's going to have so a good day there in Ford, in Ford Field. Three and three. Uh, Ford Field is a place where a lot of people have a good time against Detroit, so it's nice. Uh, week seven, they play Baltimore. In Baltimore. Yes, they play away. And that's going to be – yeah, that, that's going to be a loss. Okay, so they're going to take a he struggles. L. I think he struggles in this game. You don't think that Baltimore scores so fast that they have to pass the entire game? No, I don't. Okay. I think I think uh, Baltimore still got a really good defense, and uh, their you know running game is their is their uh, shtick over there. Yeah, and running defense is not the shtick in in uh, Cincinnati. Um, away at the Jets, week eight. Uh, win. Okay, so they are four and four. How does he tear up the defense? Does he? He carves them. Okay, he carves up the Jets defense, so he has six good game, five good games out of eight right now. Um, they play home versus Cleveland. Which, by the way, a lot of people are picking Cleveland to be a really good team this year. Yeah, I think they're going to be. They're. Go- I think they're going to get this one. It's going to be a close, ge- low-scoring game, though. Okay. Um, Cleveland, by the way, for reference for anybody, is uh, ten, a nine and a half. Um, and just for reference, that the Bengals are six and a half. All right. So they 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 do not beat Cleveland, right? You said. 
Yeah, they lost there. Okay, so they're four and five. How does he perform? I, uh, I think he average has an day. average day. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we're still stuck at the uh the four good games, right? Five good games. Five good games. Five good games. Yep. Okay. By week and week ten, time to recover from all the sacks that he took. Week eleven, he is away at Las Vegas. And he right ri- and he rips it up. W. Rips him apart, huh? Big W over in uh, L.A. Yep. Um, week twelve, they play the Steelers, but they are home this time. I think Cincinnati. they're gonna split. Yeah, I think they're gonna take this one uh, in a uh, nail biter. Clark, do you hear that? What do you think? Hey. What do you think happens uh, with Burrow's game in that one? I think at this point in the season, he kind of is finding his stride. Him and so Chase now, he, now he's guy. averaging three touchdowns, maybe no pick, maybe one pick a game. Yeah. Um, not fumbling the ball, controlling the ball. Yeah. Uh, okay. So then week thirteen. So we're six and five at week twelve. Week thirteen, they are home versus the Chargers. I think this is a high-scoring game, and mm-hmm. I think they're going to lose this one. Okay, so they are 6-6 six and six at this point. How, it's a high-scoring game, so I'm, I'm assuming you're he's thinking he's good... throwing, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, week 14, they play home versus the Niners. Uh, that's a win. Okay. That's a solid game. That's a bold take, too. Um, I think that is a good, good place to be his home. Um, does he perform well versus that Niners defense? He does. Okay. Tears it up. Week fifteen, they play away at Denver. I think he can. I think they're gonna they're gonna pull this one off. Um, yeah, I think Denver's probably gonna be pretty banged up at that point of the season. I just, okay. And um, I'll is Cincinnati he won't. is he doing well in this game? Do yeah. they rely on the run game? He's gonna air it out up in mile high. Okay. Week sixteen, they're eight and six. They play the Ravens at home. I think they're going to. Uh, I think they're going to get this one from the Ravens. Ooh, that's gutsy. Does he perform well? He has a good game. Okay, he has a good game. So week 17, they play home versus the Chiefs? That's a loss. Okay. <laughs> Does he perform well? I think his stats look good because they're playing, uh, they're playing, playing the from behind. Yep. Um, week 18, they play away at Cleveland. Well, anybody can go up on Cleveland, on Kansas City in the first half. It's a matter of finishing the yeah. game out. Week 18, yeah. they play uh, their last game away in Cleveland. They're 9-7. and seven. Yeah, I think they're going to win this one, and he's going to okay. have a really good day and ride that Miss momentum. Cleveland. All right. So you have him at 10 and 7. Uh, losses are against teams that are top tier. So I, I believe you're in your losses. I think some wins are probably going to go the other way that you've chosen. Um, here's the reason I ask you this, right? Um, so I think it's super imperative that the team has to make the playoffs to be an MVP. Um, I also think the team has to win the division. I think that's a huge factor in it. Clark, what is your point that you you definitely need to make to Clark, which might be one of my points? I have three of them. What do you have? So there's a few things. I, so I will say with Geller, I agree. Burrow's weapons are incredible, and if healthy, he should have a very good season. Yep. There's a few things with regards to, first off, he's playing six games against three of the top defenses in the league. Yep. Two against the Steelers, two against the Ravens, two against the Browns. His two worst losses last season, obviously his rookie year, I understand that, but his two yep. worst losses last year were against Baltimore and Pittsburgh, both blowouts. And in both games, he failed to throw for over 220 yards in games where they were down by 20 points. So, obviously, he struggles against dominant defenses, at least as of right now. Also, he's coming off an injury, which hopefully he's healthy. Like, we're not taking health into consideration here. And then, I don't know. It's just, it's just 
the biggest thing with me was that I just, just record wise, I don't think that they're going to make the playoffs. I don't think that they're 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 on their way. They're still the fourth best team in that division as of right now. And to say that they're going to be better than the Browns, Ravens, and Steelers is, I think, is asking a lot for a second-year quarterback. Also, the second-year quarterback who's going to, to take the jump this year, he's playing in Los Angeles. Just saying. I don't disagree um, with that statement. I'm I'm gonna jump in. I'm gonna actually jump on top of uh, Clark's point here. Uh, I was uh, I went I originally looked at it to see uh, the the Packers uh, point of view, but uh, jumping on top of Clark's point of view, the uh, that Joe Burrow is going to be playing six times against defenses. Uh, I looked at turnover differentials of last year. Uh, the Pittsburgh Pi- uh, uh, Pirates, Pittsburgh Steelers had a plus nine turnover differential. Uh, the Cleveland Browns had a plus five, and the Baltimore Ravens had a plus four. He has to play them e- each twice. And the Green Bay Packers had a plus seven, so they actually did intercept the ball a lot. I think they recovered um, a lot of fumbles as well. I think that was their, their uh, Green Bay was 11 interceptions and seven fumbles. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's seven games that right has there. top ten turnover differentials. So MVP MVP caliber season definitely plausible. MVP season in general, like just to win the MVP, that's not what he was saying at least. So like, definitely give you a break on that. Um, it's not that much pressure on you to like put you in that position. You did say caliber season, which is what you said. Probably forty yeah. plus touchdowns, probably forty five hundred yards, which I think is doable for him. He might not have a I forty touchdowns. The, I, I think the biggest problem I have with his hot take is the less than ten interceptions. That's the toughest part, I think, too. Yeah. Um, so one of my points uh, that I'd like to make before um, we run too too late on a podcast, because um, I'd like to get to some other things too, uh, yeah. is Joe Mixon healthy the entire year? Is my question to you. Bro. I don't right. see that any way that happens. Right. So I think that's a huge factor in him succeeding um, because Joe Mixon is a great running back when healthy. Um, probably a running back one in most scenarios, probably a top 15, top 10 running back at a point. Um, but if he's not healthy and he isn't handed the ball, I think they suffer greatly. Right. I think another thing that that hits that factor of him winning the MVP is a little thing called. Uh, wait, I, I want to make sure I'm, I want to make sure this is right. Let me just see. <laughs> I don't want to be wrong with the odds. Right now, betting odds on him to win MVP are plus 5,000. I actually don't think that that's bad at all. Um, because you're cutting in and out a little bit, Clark, if you can hold the the phone up a little bit in a different area, maybe. Oh, you're good. Continue. You're fine. Okay. Um, so the thing that I think he's going to end up taking is what my second point is, comeback player of the year. And I don't think they give the MVP to the comeback player of the year. There's two people that I think you could think of off the top of your head, maybe three, um, that would win comeback player of the year this year uh, based off the of stats. And that's either Dak Prescott, Joe Burrow, or Nick Bosa. Um, so some wins. I think that Burrow could win that. And if even if he didn't win that, he wouldn't win MVP then. Because if Dak Prescott's winning comeback player of the year over him, he's not winning MVP. 
And I don't think they give him MVP if he's up for comeback player of the year. That, I think, is my second point. Um, And then the third point is I think Justin Herbert's going to have a better season than him. Sorry, bud. Oh, I mean, hey, it's just a take. Yeah, no, it's a good take. I love it, dude. It started a great conversation between all of us, actually. Um, And and it's your take. You're allowed to have it, man. That's why we had this conversation. None of us even had to agree with anybody else's take. I think that the Saints are going to be better than four wins. But Clark's like, you know what? Bottom seller, they're probably picking top three. Um, you know, and then as for my take, you guys probably won't agree very much, but that's okay. That's why we have these discussions. I love it, dude. Nice take. We're going to pause real quick just to give a shout out to one of our sponsors. Ready for New Jersey's newest craft hard seltzer brand? Introducing Bougie Bubbles Hard Seltzer. Brewed and packaged in Hamilton, New Jersey, Bougie Bubbles is bringing a fresh spin on the hard seltzer game using real ingredients and zero artificial flavorings. Get Bougie Bubbles today at 3-3's Brewery. Bougie Bubbles Hard Seltzer. Real ingredients, real flavor. Kyle, let's get so, to take. <laughs> so mine, I, it sounded like when I said it before during our little break that it wasn't going to go over that well, but I don't even care. Um, so I think that uh, the Bills overpaid Josh Allen and is going to cripple the team in a few years from them becoming successful for... Uh, I'll say three to four years out that they'll have trouble signing free agency and um, they'll end up starting to descend and regress in that division. And my point being that uh, the Patriots are a good example of having to reform, rebuild, and then becoming successful again. Uh, Six-year extension, $258 million, $150 million guaranteed. That's a lot to invest in a quarterback, especially in a position that can be fragile um, if anybody doesn't know, it's around like six to seven years average for a quarterback. I'm not saying that there are outliers, obviously, with um, people like Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Tom Brady, um, Russell Wilson, players that do stay healthy or can get healthy again. Uh, Patrick Mahomes signing a huge deal. Obviously, you do that to seal him up. Um, I'm just thinking logistically, um, even deferring the money or front loading the money um, doesn't make it an exceptionally um, fruitful five years from now when rookies that you're drafting in this class um, passing arbitration and making it to NFL contract status, I think that hurts a lot. Um, I also think that their defense is great now. I think three years from now, it just, it regresses a little bit um, and that their offense won't be as potent because they won't be able to pay enough players on offense, wide receivers, and possibly even running backs at that point. Um, yeah, that's my take. I think that they paid him um, maybe too soon and too much money, um, and it's going to hurt the team in the long run. Can I, uh, can, I, can I take a stab at this? Yeah, go for it. Go ahead, Clark. Okay. So there's a few things to that. I, in, in the sense of saying you pay Josh Allen after one quote-unquote really good year, I agree with that point to the point where, okay, maybe it's an overpay. But in reality, in the next four years, we don't know how high the, uh, the TV contract and the overall team payrolls are going to go up. And right. to that point, I think that this contract, while it's high right now, within the next four to five years, before it's over, it's going to be uh, outside of the top ten in highest paid quarterbacks. So it's actually going to be on the it's going to be on the moderate to cheaper side of top ten quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, just look at it that way. I mean, I think Lamar's going to get more money than him. I think Baker's going to get around the same money as him, even though he doesn't. I don't think he deserves it. I mean, Herbert. Herbert's going to get paid. Lawrence is going to get paid. I mean, I, I, I like, there's, I, look, there's a few, a few, 
before that's like escaping me off the top of my head. But like Russ is gonna get a new contract. You don't know how long Rodgers is gonna play. But like what I'm just saying is is that like you're paying a guy now so that if he has another MVP caliber year in the next two years, he's not asking for three hundred million, four hundred million. And it also sets a precedent that like look, this guy came in, he's improved, he's gotten better. We're going to pay him. And I think players look at that, especially, like, players, veteran players take discounts to play with good players. And I was going to make that same point. Which is exactly what everyone did to go down to Tampa Bay. Yep. Um, <laughs> so just uh, to, to go with that, I love it, dude. I love the points that you made. Um, that was actually one of my points to start off was that um, you take him now because you don't want to worry about the later and paying him probably in upwards of $330 million when it comes to the time because everybody else gets paid. Um, now his contract expires in 2029. You can reevaluate. Um, I mean, six years from now, he's 31 years old. Um, he's only three years in, so it's not. it doesn't hurt you now. But $43 million a year does a lot of damage on a team's salary cap. Um, I know they are not paying a lot of people right now, and that's not the point of what I'm saying. Um, Stefan Diggs is on five years, 72, which I think is a bargain for Stefan Diggs. Judavius White just got paid $69 million for four years. Um, and then like the next few players that they have, um, mostly line, mostly, uh, defensive players, uh, besides Cole Beasley, who probably doesn't play much longer on this team, which is fine. Um, and then Micah Hyde is one of their highest paid defenders. So Micah Hyde is not, he is for the, the, the amount per year. He's almost 10 million a year. But he's only on the team until next year. So they I do be close to coming off. And I think that goes back to your point of because they paid Allen. Because that, that was gonna be my point is Micah Hyde is one of their one of their defensive cornerstones. And if they can't pay him to come back, then what does that defense look like? Right. And the way that it's shaping up for the twenty twenty two free agency for their class. Um the the biggest contract that comes off this year in free agency is Mario Addison, defensive end, $10 million. Jerry Hughes, $10 million. Everybody else after that, even Vernon Butler, um, Emmanuel Sanders, those are kind of just dead contracts at this point. Nothing else falls out until really 2023, and it's just $10 million. 2024 is like the next period of time where they're going to have to reevaluate contract standings. Stefan Diggs. Uh, Daryl Williams, um, other players of note really don't go off until like 2025, 26. So they're, they're looking at their salary cap not being maxed, but what do they do when, what do they do when they have to draft new players and sign their players that they have currently on their roster to long-term deals? That's that's where I'm at. And I know you guys said that restructuring happens. I, I know I've seen it before with Tom Brady doing it multiple times. Um, but quarterbacks want to get paid, baby. And quarterbacks are going to get paid. Um, and he's on a six-year deal. And even if his contract expires at the time that it does, in 26, I think I said, um, that's when they are going to have to reevaluate contracts with everybody on their team anyway. So I don't know how it shapes up. I don't know if the whole landscape of the Bills looks different. I don't know how much Buffalo revenue brings in. Uh, but two hundred and seven million dollars on their cap is uh, is a is a little concerning already at this point. But I yeah. think I think I think just I think with this last thing, I promise. Um, I think a good comparison to that is what happened with Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. They paid him a lot of money. 
They had by, the by the way, with Russell Wilson, keep that thought. Uh, they are at 110% capacity at their salary cap, if you guys wanted to know. But go ahead. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, like, they had to let a, let a lot of their vets go, and it's about drafting. If the front office is confident in the drafting skills and they're confident that you can get veterans to identify that you have a star quarterback, and I think we're all at least saying as of right now, although he might be overpaid, that Josh Allen is a star quarterback, then I think the mentality is that in the, in the current day NFL, guys want to ring chase. And a, team that, and a team that has to play the Jets twice a year, the Dolphins with a questionable quarterback situation twice a year, and the Patriots on the verge of potentially another rebuild, or at least a few years of, middle, of middling records, there's a clear path to the playoffs, and anything can happen in the playoffs. The Bills are in contention for a ring for the next four, five, ten it, years. It is worth noting, just so you know, that I, I'm not stupid. And if anybody does ever listen to my podcast ever in their life, and they're like, I'm a Bills fan, that Josh Allen's contract extension doesn't actually take effect until 2023 when he makes $40 million. So I understand that right now it does not hit the cap heavy. Um, in 2023, they dropped to $157 million in their cap space, but they lose um, about a third of their team. So, you know, catch 22, right? <laughs> Russell Wilson. That's what about? Okay, great. So I love hot takes. I love that we can come up with some, some, some ideas. Well, he was saying something about Russell Wilson. I cut him off. Oh, sorry. Um, I was I was just comparing the I was just comparing the situations. That's all I was doing. Yeah, no, it makes it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, and quarterbacks have to get paid in this league. That's how it works. So you're gonna have to uh, make your Kyle, right? mind if yeah. I uh, jump in real fast? Do it, go it. Um, only because uh, you did it with us three. Uh, you want to just go down Bill's schedule for the hell of it? Oh yeah, do you have it up or do you need? Me I to do have it up. It? Yes. All right, go ahead because it's like just spur of the moment kind of thing. Do you know how many wins they're supposed to have? They're over under. Uh, I'm going to give them. 11 and a half. I think it's 10 and a half. Let me just check. I got it. I got it. Go, go to the schedule. All right. Yeah. Uh, week one at home versus Steelers. Home game win. Week two away Miami. Win. Week three at home Washington football team. Win. Week four at home Houston Texans. Win. <laughs> so you have them four and out right now. Yep. Uh, week five away Kansas City. That's a loss. That's so tough. That's a tough game. Holy crap! At least it's a really good game too. Uh, week six away Tennessee. <sighs> yes, man, that might be a loss too. I really like Tennessee. I really, really like Tannehill. I almost like Tannehill more than I like Derrick Henry, and I love Derrick Henry. I think that's a loss. I'll put them at four and two. That's fine. Four and two. Yeah. Uh, week seven at home, Miami. Yeah, win. Uh, week eight away, Jags. Win. You sure? (laughs) (laughs) Almost positive. (laughs) Um, Week nine, away Jets. Win. Week 10, home Colts. I... I like the Colts. It's, I don't a, it's think, a tough one. It's I don't a tough think one. they're better than the. I don't think they're better than the Bills. So the Bills win that game. Uh, we what was that eleven? Uh, so you have two losses on them: the Titans and Chiefs. 
So right now you have them at nine and two. Hell yeah. Bring it on. Uh, week 12. Away Saints. Uh, win. Uh, week 13. Home Patriots. They're going to split the Patriots, but they win this game. They win the home game. Yep. Uh, home, uh, sorry, away Buccaneers. I think they lose to the Bucs. Uh, home Panthers. Yeah, absolute W. <laughs> uh, then away Patriots, you're giving that to the Pats? I'll give that to the Pats. I think they December 26th game in, in uh, New England, yeah. Yeah, Buffalo is too close to Canada. They don't celebrate Christmas, so you're, you're right. you are right. Canada does not celebrate Christmas. Um, <laughs> home against the Falcons, win, and then home against the Jets, win. What does that make them? Four losses. Four losses. So you are yeah. giving them a uh, thirteen and four, and four record. Yep. I think that sounds fair. The over under hey eleven. The over under is eleven. Okay. So ten and a half. Hey yeah. guys, we got some breaking news here. Oh great! What is it? Dak Prescott is to get another MRI next week. Oh, push him back another week, or just push hold him, him out of and playing. <laughs> just hold him out of shoulder to get an MRI next week. Yeah, I, I heard now. if he's uh, if he's healthy, they can win ten games. But uh, what happens if he's not healthy? It sounds like it's more <laughs> part of the, the Jacks get another W. That's what happens. <laughs> the Jacks get another W. Let's go. Uh, according to the article, it says it's more uh, part of the plan to make sure he's recovered, but. Uh, you know, yeah, they don't push. want him to play in the preseason. I get it. Yeah, pretty much. I would, I would, yeah, I would say he's probably as long as there's nothing wrong with that. I, I I'm sure he's probably cleared for activity afterwards. That kind of yep. Thing. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I feel they're that. saying they're saying that he he might not make that final preseason game. They're targeting week one for Dak. That's fine. He'll be all right. We love to hear it. <laughs> good football talk, boys. Very good, gentlemen. Gentlemen, football, football is always. I feel like it's just something that. I know how much I love baseball. Clark, I know how much you love basketball. Uh, Keller, you're a huge NASCAR fan, a big wrestling fan. Timmy, I know you like a lot of sports as well as me. I know you're a bigger um, football fan than probably most sports. But baseball. I, I know. I know you like baseball. I, I wouldn't see, like, if you put Clark and myself in front of any baseball game, any game, uh-huh. you can be the Tigers versus the Mariners. We'd watch uh-huh. it. I feel like you'd be, like, a team guy like or a player guy. Play you wouldn't play fantasy baseball, right? Yeah, I, I guess you could say that. Like, I, I, I mean, I, I like the sport more than uh, like playing it. If anything, really, yeah, yeah, like oh. being like out there, softball, baseball, yeah. that kind of stuff. I, I could, I could watch it any day too. Like, I, I could just watch a game. It's just something about football playing one time a week, the time of the year where there's nothing really on. I know basketball comes around. Uh, I know it's hockey the end of baseball. Around. Hockey comes around. Geller would be the hockey guy. I should have said that honestly. Sucks. Yeah, um, I I just I just find that football connects to most people, especially Americans, where everybody kind of just watches whatever game that could be on. Fantasy sports take over our lives. Betting in New Jersey being legal, like I feel like that just makes it more enticing for all of us. I'm playing fantasy baseball right now. It almost makes me want to gouge my eyes out. So I I feel like football is just easier for us all to talk about. And we had a great conversation today. Overall, everything was does great. Any, does that. anybody want to get uh, a last word in before we call it a night? I was just gonna say final thoughts. Uh, we'll start. Uh, we'll uh, we'll go around the horn. Geller, final thoughts. Final thoughts. 
Guys, Peyton Manning is literally a Hall of Famer now, and Tom Brady isn't. So Peyton Manning is that just proves that Peyton and Manning Megatron, is better. bro, and Megatron, and Megatron. They're both <laughs> better Megatron. than Tom Brady. He's not even a Hall of Famer. Uh, Kyle, final thoughts. My biggest concern for the NFL is a second round of COVID, and I don't want the integrity and the 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 fun part of the league taken away. Similarly to how baseball is struggling right now through COVID protocols. And I really, really miss fan interaction. And that's that goes for a lot of different things, specifically wrestling. But for the fact that football cannot have energetic and polarizing moments and driven by momentum based off of crowd reaction, to me, is one of my most favorite things. And my final thought would be that if we have a full season, 17 weeks of competitive football, and at the end of it, we get to look back and reflect on it and be like, thank God that didn't affect us because of COVID, uh, that'll make me happy. Timmy, what do you got? Timmy, final thoughts. Um, as we come upon the, uh, the upcoming NFL season, uh, we're going to see a lot of things. Uh, we're going to enjoy the season as a whole and everything like that. But there is one thing that we are looking forward to past this NFL season, and that is XFL 2022. Clark, final thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a mimic to what Kyle said in an add-on. Like, I agree the atmosphere needs to be there for sports. We're getting, we're getting to that golden time of sports of every year where college football Saturdays, NFL Sundays, MLB playoffs, NBA season starts, and NHL season starts. By the way, go Kraken, by the way. Um, go Krakens. But, hey, the, the Kraken have more Instagram followers than New York Islanders. That's what's up. Yeah. The Islanders suck. Damn right. Kraken down. Let's go. But no, um, I just like it's a fantastic time. And it's just like I agree that COVID definitely like throws a wrench into the plans. And hopefully that we're able to have a full season. And look, NFL survived last year through all the bullshit. And at least now they have a plan of what to do and what not to do if it so happens to like, I have more hope going into this season than I did last season with everything. Cause there's less questions. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I'm, uh, I think everybody would be in a grill with that. Let's have a full season. Let's be happy. Let's be healthy. Everybody. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, on my channel, uh, as I get back into streaming and get back into the swing of things and doing a podcast, I'd love to have everybody on again and again and again and just keep going over different things, different topics. Football takes over a little bit right now, but maybe we can get into some other stuff. Um, if anybody wants to join our podcast, let us know. We're happy to have other people join these hot takes. We're yep. not going to do just hot takes in our future podcast. This is us getting our feet wet. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, we want to have other people join us and you know have sharing the fun that we're having doing this. Yeah, via mod uh, approval, we would uh, have you ask questions. Um, you could type them in the hashtag podcast discussions under the Hags Hangout uh, podcast section. Uh, please make sure you join us next week. Uh, we'll probably be starting around the same time, seven thirty, eight o'clock. I'll post in our Discord um, and on my social medias. If you're not already following me on social medias, it's at Kyle Hags, uh, Twitch.tv backslash Kyle underscore Hags. Um, does anybody else want to plug anything that they got going on? Uh, we're going to also have this podcast uploaded to Spotify. Uh, the accounts are not made up just yet, but you know, if you're hearing this, then it's probably made up. And if you found this once, you'll find us twice. Tim, you got Good anything point. to plug? Uh, 
I am also going to try to get back into Twitch as well. Uh, hopefully next week I'm going to get back into the NJWF, which is a uh, full customized universe. I play in WWE 2K19. I uh, have a bunch of my friends and a bunch of creative wrestlers, and I uh, shoutcast over all the matches. The, I, I let the CPU fight each other, and I commentate it as a regular com- color commentator. That is... Uh, Wednesday and Friday, it's going to be early morning because I work overnight, so it's going to be uh, usually around 11, uh, 12 uh, in the morning, uh, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Uh, in the morning, so that would be at uh, twitch.tv backslash uh, Packers 848848. Mark, you got anything awesome. for you're working on? Anything you want to plug? I mean, nothing really to plug. I know for uh, the upcoming NFL season and like NBA season specifically, I'm gonna start. Uh, I'm a big uh, gambling degen. So I was gonna... so hoping, bro, that you were gonna say that. I'm so excited. <laughs> Go ahead, continue. I want to start. I mean, I, we can do it on this podcast. I can give a few of my favorite picks for the week ahead, and I also want to start tweeting out some picks. I I made a good amount of money last year with uh, the NBA. I do pretty well with NBA footballs. Obviously, like hit or miss, but. Killing, we're, we're killing it with baseball right now. So, I mean, I'm, I'm looking to get more into that. So, you'll be, if you guys follow along, I'll be uh, definitely giving you more information as we go. And, guys, by the way, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I was at yeah, a lot Of course, Clark. You, you were uh, one of the people I first thought of when I tried to get this uh, football podcast going. I knew you had very informed on a lot of things and hot takes that generally differ from what I think. I appreciate your time, Clark Geller. As always, I appreciate what you bring um, to me and to this podcast. Timmy, you're always there for whenever we need something done. Guys, make sure you're following us. Make sure you're keeping up with updates on this podcast. And until next week, come back to the Hags Hangout. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you, everybody.